Welcome to Gratitude, the grad school guide for student physical therapists. I'm Sarah. And I'm Gabby. And we are two first-year physical therapy students sharing our grad school experiences to help PT students around the world. Embark on this journey with us as we navigate through the insanity of physical therapy school together. Welcome back, guys. We have Jackie on the podcast today, and she's going to be talking more about her experience with preparing for your first day, and we're going to be talking a little bit more about what to expect for orientation and housing, and if you really need textbooks, I know that's that's a really good question. So just getting more into it, Jackie, how are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you doing? Good. It's This is as I don't know if people will know this, but this is our very first recording. So we are very first interview. So we are very excited to have you on, but we just wanted to know a little bit more about your story and how you came across PT and where you are right now. Yeah. So right now I'm a second year student, as you mentioned, and how physical therapy, I guess, came into my life was my grandma was at a nursing home and I, I saw the physical therapist working on her. And initially I always thought physical therapy was for athletes. So to see a physical therapist working with like my grandma, helping her just get back and moving a little bit, feeling better was very inspiring for me. And that's actually what I wanted to do. So that's, so from that moment on, I was just like, cause I was a linguistics major at first. So I had to like redo everything from the start. And now I'm here. <laughs> That is awesome. Oh my gosh. So when you finally knew you got accepted into PT school, how did you go about with trying to find housing and roommates and kind of that whole process of it? Because I know that can be stressful. Yeah. So since, because for me, I didn't actually get in to this program until I think, let's just say like two months before the program. Mm -hmm. And I at the time, I was visiting my family on Guam, so I had to, like, figure out housing while not actually being being in Los Angeles. I was in a special case because my university actually has on-campus housing, so just to save the trouble, I just booked a dorm here. But from what other people in my class did was they just found Facebook pages like LA Housing. Um, we're next to USC, so just a university nearby you. USC housing, just looking for all those Facebook pages, making those connections, and that's how many people that I know have found housing. So do you live uh, with roommates, or do you live by yourself? I live alone. I just have this whole dorm room for myself. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. And so getting more into, as it got closer to your first day, how was your orientation experience, if you if you remember that? Or how long was it and uh, your experience with orientation? Uh, orientation, I, I still remember it very clearly because it was like a very scary moment for me. Like, okay, here it is. I'm finally going to meet all these people that I only talk to via Facebook Messenger or Facebook comments. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, are they all going to look like your profile picture? Do I look like my profile <laughs> picture? <laughs> and it was just, at first, scary because you're like trying to figure out um, who you should like talk to, how you should talk to everyone. But like, you forget that, or you realize you later realize that you're all there for PT school, and you just start talking about, oh yeah, I'm scared for anatomy. You just start talking, and 
you just get more excited to start the first day. That's what I remember. Like, we're all scared at first. None of us were really talking. And then once someone mentioned anatomy, then everyone started, like, <laughs> talking. Like, okay, we got this. We're all going to be together. We'll create a Google Drive for each other. Started, like, having plans. Yeah. Oh, it, yeah. Was a, it was a good day. Yeah. That's, that's so great. I know I can... I mean, Sarah, you could probably relate to it too. I just remember going on Facebook and looking at everybody's pictures. And then when you meet in person, you're thinking, oh my gosh, these are going to be my classmates for the next three years. But <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah. once we started talking about anatomy then, and within one or two weeks, you just get so close because you know everybody and you're spending hours with each other, but mm-hmm. that's great. Yeah, that's definitely. Awesome. Orientation, man. As soon as people talk about you know, something related to PT school, everyone starts nerding out. You're like, oh my gosh, we're finally here. <laughs> it brings people so much closer together. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's an, it's an exciting time for sure. So when you went to orientation, I don't know if they mentioned textbooks or were you asking the class above you about, you know, what textbooks you needed for your first year? Um, obviously you had anatomy, so getting that textbook, mm-hmm. but any other classes that you either needed the textbook or realized later that you didn't need it. Yeah, so before orientation, like once I got accepted, we get assigned a mentee, a mentor, a mentor, I'm the mentee, and I asked her like, hey, do I actually need these lists of textbooks? And from there she says no, but if you for sure get anatomy, that's like very important, get that netters. but for everything else, she either, like, offered for me to borrow it from her. Like, also ask your classmates. That's, like, some of us made a deal, like, let's rent this pathology book together since we're going to return it and then just split the pay. So that's some other strategies we had. Other people would borrow from their mentors and then share it with us. But I think the only textbooks that I actually bought was anatomy. Everything else was borrowed or rented. Yeah. Pay. I agree. I I know with textbooks now I've realized kind of after first semester, you don't need all the textbooks. They recommend no. it. But in reality, yeah, you just rent it. You need you get it for the semester and then you return it. Yeah, and I think anatomy is the one like you're always going to look back and reference that. And everybody gets the nethers. Like that is the one to get and to keep. And I think that's the best one. That's the only one I got as well. I agree. And it's it's weird. Now I have there's one textbook I had to get and it's clinical pathology and it's uh, huge. That is it the pink one? It's with the, the blue... pink book. Yeah. <laughs> the pink book. Yeah. <laughs> if anybody else is listening and they have clinical pathology, you know what I'm talking about. That book is huge and carrying it around stinks sometimes because it's just so heavy. <laughs> but it's great. It's a great resource. Keep on going to your first day of PT school. Is there anything that you wish you would have known beforehand or kind of what you learned either in that first day or kind of that first week or two really adjusting? What I wished before coming in to PT school, like that first day and just the whole week in general, was how much work I was actually getting myself into. Like... Not to add more, add any extra stress for the incoming classes, but um, it's very different. Like especially if you're coming in from undergrad and then straight into grad school, like the workload is very different. 
and it's doable, but you have to like really learn how to adjust your your time management, your study skills, and that's something that I wasn't ready for, and it took me like a month to finally adjust it. Yeah, totally. I'm the same way. Like, I started what? It's been a month and a half now. Not even. It hasn't even been a month and a half. And I'm. I just now feel like I'm starting to know how to study. But I've also been out of school for like a year and a half, so a little bit different. <laughs> but yeah, it's hard, harder than undergrad. It's just so different. Definitely. Yeah, the workload, it kind of throws you in for a loop because you know you're in DPT school, but once you really kind of get into it and when you have multiple classes and having to balance everything, it, it definitely gets overwhelming. It's not like undergrad. No. Yeah. Not, not at all. But... Now that you're in your second year of PT school, and I know you said earlier that you are starting rotations in three weeks, which is really exciting. <laughs> it would, it, oh, that's so great. But is there any, any specialty that you've kind of been interested in or you're gravitating more towards? I know it's pretty early, but anything that you found interesting uh, throughout your time so far? Yeah, so since, as I said, um. The reason why I got into PT is because watching a PT in a nursing home work. My interest that I want to go into is neuro, like neurology or oncology, like that area, inpatient type of setting, because I'm just fascinated of how we as PTs can help someone after like a spinal cord injury be able to kind of move again. And maybe after a stroke, same thing, be able to like live their life again after that incident. Yeah, that's amazing. And that's a hard setting to be in emotionally, like for you and for the patients. Um, <clears throat> have you already had experiences in that kind of setting? Not, I guess as an aide, I used to work at a nursing home. That's like to for sure make me want to make sure I was interested in doing that setting. So I worked at a nursing home as an aide. So I worked with Huntington's, ALS, individuals with AIDS. So I'm very used to like the emotional things that come with being in that setting. And I still found it very fascinating. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's so exciting because <laughs> you see the progress. It's like huge progress in those kind of settings. And I think it is so exciting. And I'm not trying to scare people away and be like, oh, it's so emotionally draining. But sometimes you don't expect that. Oh, yeah, definitely. But that's that's so great. So in your when you go on clinicals for this semester... How long are they? And are they full day, half day? I don't know how your program structures that. So this clinical is going to be a six-week clinical. And the way our times and are structured is based on whoever our CI is. So my CI works four tens. So I'm going to be working four tens with her. Three-day weekend. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> and is this going to be in an outpatient or an inpatient setting? Um, I got pediatrics through a public school system, so I think it's outpatient, but specifically in the public school setting. Oh, that's so cool. And I don't know if, I feel like I don't hear much about PTs in public schools, so that's, that's going to be a great experience, especially working with kids. Yeah, I've never um, worked with kids in the PT setting, so, but because I was interested in neuro. My advisor thought it'd be a good idea for me to try this setting. So it'll be a very interesting experience for me because we haven't taken a pediatrics course yet. 
So a lot of new information to learn before. Yeah, they're just like, good luck. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> that, that, that's the joy. You learn as you go. Yeah, definitely. That's going to be a great experience. But I know that you have a blog, and you wanted to talk about it a little bit more. And what's the name of your blog and kind of what content you have on your blog? Yeah, so I run a blog. It's called Student PT Life under studentptlife.com. And it, it started initially as just a way for me to document my experiences of PT school because I was just so excited to actually be accepted. And it eventually became a blog about not only my experiences, but just how to survive. Different tips of what works for me may work for you. Um, other tips that I learned from others that I want to share with you, how to manage school, but also how to manage life because you're in school for many, many hours a day, but don't forget that you also have a life outside school. So how to like find that balance and just little tips. Like eventually I'll talk about my clinical experience that I want to share um, with people that are interested. It'll just, the topics that I share are just keep growing the more I find things to talk about. <laughs> yeah, as you progress through PT school, there's going to be so much more and you'll look back. And I think that's so cool. You're going to look back and be like, wow. This was my first blog post, and this is my blog post now. And hopefully see, you know, your progression personally and professionally. No, yeah, it is cool because I remember I was, like, looking back at old, my old blogs. I think from, like, this time last year, I was writing a reflection of, like, feeling like a failure, doubting myself that I was even going to make it. So reading that post and now seeing where I am now, it was, like, a great reflection. Like, I did it. Um, everyone does experience that self-doubt. That's why I think it's so good for me to share it, for more people to share it. Yeah, for sure. I feel like, I mean, because everybody, everybody goes through it. And, you know, having that self-doubt, it's like, am I, you know, am I really here for a reason? And I know I felt that way towards the, well, it was really mid-semester. Uh, well, my first semester, it was like midway through. I was like, can I really do this? And I've realized now, you know, going into second semester and having more confidence and kind of changing my mindset, I know that's helped me a lot, but hearing other people say that, yeah, I have self-doubts too, and I feel like I failed, like, we need that, um, especially being a community of students and knowing that we're not alone in, you know, the struggles of going through difficult classes and you know, having times where we're struggling on a concept and we're just not getting it. Uh, so having that kind of um, awareness and having someone else to talk to you about it is great and sharing um, your story too. Yeah, absolutely. And if people don't have a study group, like those first few weeks when you don't really have a study group formed yet, at least I didn't, you know, the first few weeks, you're just kind of <laughs> I'll stay with this person one day, maybe this person the next. And then mm -hmm. once you find your group, it's good to just be able to kind of vent to each other. Like, I don't feel confident at all. And I just got, you know, a C on the last exam. And then everyone else can kind of pull together and encourage each other because you need each other to get through grad school. No, yeah, that's so important. Like, not... Like, we all feel afraid to, like, let someone know that we failed a test. But I yeah. think knowing that you're not the only one, like, really helps. Like, oh, 
you did bad too. Let's go work together. Let's find that person that got that A and let's create this group to help mm -hmm. us succeed. Yes. And I just think, you know, PT school <laughs> is not possible as an individual. 100% agree. It is. It's a group effort. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That competition mindset, you know, everybody tries so hard to compete against each other to get into PT school. But once you're in and you're in orientation, like, that's over. You need each other now. And I think that's the biggest takeaway I had from orientation, at least. And I think now people are really starting to get into that mindset of, like, this is a team. This is a team effort. No more competition. Oh, yeah. Um, just making sure that um, if you're coming in to start your first day of PT school, don't stress the summer before. Like, enjoy yourself. You worked so hard to get to this point. Enjoy your summer. Don't spend it stressing out, studying. And then when you do come, don't stress right away if you can't find out. Like, if you're not studying correctly, if you think you're not getting concepts fast enough, don't stress too much because everyone learns at a different pace and you'll eventually find where you're at and everyone around you has the same goal so like talk to them we'll get this we'll get through this together yeah can you tell us about your experience applying to PT school you know how many schools you applied to um how many maybe you got in or like that process for you yeah so I applied to 10 different schools I don't know why because looking back I probably could have just applied to five Every place rejected me except two. The one I'm in right now, Mount St. Mary's and Toro University, I both, but they were both waitlisted. So I was just waiting for the longest time until Mount St. Mary's finally <laughs> accepted me in July. Oh my gosh. And did it start in August? It's, yeah. Oh my gosh. That's worse. <laughs> that's so bad. Oh, that's stressful. It was stressful because it's like that awkward time where because it was the week before PT cast starts. So I was like, yes. should I start my application? Should I still keep waiting? It was like, an, should I call my references already? <laughs> but thankfully yeah. it like happened before I had to start PT cast all over again. Oh my gosh. And we all know how PT cast is. <laughs> oh, PT cast. <laughs> yeah, now that we're in school, it's just like, wow, we don't have to do that ever again. <laughs> Oh, mm -hmm. Thank God. Thank goodness. The incoming class is 35, mm -hmm. but right now my current class is 27 people. Oh, it's a small class. Really small. Yeah. So we already are like family because we always wow. see each other. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, that is very close. I have 61. Wow. You yeah. got a big one. <laughs> <laughs> but see, it's weird. It doesn't feel like. I mean, you get to know each other so well, and even though there are 61 of us and we might have our own little, like, groups, we still, we have a really cohesive class. I think we all get along really well, which is, it's important. Yeah. Um, but Sarah, how many, wait, yeah. how many I do have you have? 53. 53. 53, okay, got it. Or 52. Oh, man, I don't remember, but I was the last <laughs> one called off the wait list, but it wasn't July, it was June. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think coming to PT school was really cool because firstly, I wasn't expecting it because this is my second year waitlisted. So I was like, didn't think I was going to get in. And I got here and meeting everybody, we all are really similar. 
And it's mm-hmm. kind of freaky to me to have like 52 other classmates who are so similar. We have similar goals and everything. I just haven't had that in a while. And it's like odd. We're all like doppelgangers in a way like, of each other. Oh, and then oh, we yeah. have like your own inside jokes that no one else understands mm-hmm. except your cohort. classmates. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Now I start looking at people differently. Like I watch how they walk. Uh, oh, their posture. It ruins your life. <laughs> yeah, no. whenever I see someone, I'm like, oh, man. And I'm noticing just, like, little things. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I can't believe I'm doing this. <laughs> Judging how everyone's walking. Judging how everyone's walking and, yeah, everything. So this week, at least for me, I'm in musculoskeletal right now. So we're doing upper extremity first. Mm-hmm. We did... Um, TMJ, that was kind of like the very oh. first big part that we did because we have a professor and he's an expert. He's like written all these papers about TMJ, TMD, and um, we're just about to finish cervical spine. So it's like all these things and there's a lot of information, but it's really cool. It's really awesome to learn about. Yeah, so what classes did you have? Do you it's... remember your first year, first semester, Jackie? What classes oh, yeah. you had? Yeah. Um, I had anatomy, we had healthcare procedures, like where you learn the range of motion and and Mm -hmm. MMTs. Um, We had biomechanics. We have something called therapeutic interactions. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, I don't know if your school has it. It's just where we just learn different strategies for like how to manage your stress, how to talk to Mm -hmm. patients, how to... And we also, it was also a good time. Like, we have times for us to, like, bond with our classmates. Like, we share, like, very personal stories of each other so that we all grow as a good cohort. Mm-hmm. It was, like, a mix of everything of how to talk, understand yourself, and understand each other as a cohort. I think that was it for the first semester. What about you, Gabby? I had anatomy. I had movement science, which was mixture of biomechanics and kinesiology and then I had uh, cardiovascular pulmonary one and it's a three-part series so I'm in the second one right now I had where you learn manual muscle tests and um, range of motion it was a class like that professionalism yeah I think it I think that was it sounds like a lot (laughs) it was was a lot but wait Sarah how many classes do you have again um so right now I have anatomy I have neuro, I have patho, and I have physical therapy assessments and procedures. Okay. So four. And they're all but, kicking my butt, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's hard. Anatomy and neuro in the same oh, semester. Right, yeah. And that's how it is next semester, too. You know, it's a two-part thing, so we just have it again next semester. <laughs> Everything's the same. Like, this semester and next mm-hmm. semester are the same. Is it's that how it was for you guys? Mm-hmm. Um, our anatomy was like packed into one semester and then neuro was packed into one semester. Oh my gosh. Mm. That's Uh, a lot. Did you have, um, so with neuro, did they just do neuroanatomy or did they combine it with neuro rehab as well? Um, just neuroanatomy. Just neuro rehab next semester. Okay. Got it. Cause then my, I'm pretty sure in my program they have neuroanatomy. So it's like a full day. It's from like eight to three or four. So we do neuroanatomy and then we do neuro rehab on the same day. 
God. Yeah, it's like the professors are um, what like one teaches neuroanatomy and then the other one teaches neuro rehab. But yeah, it's gonna be fun. That's next year. <laughs> and that's good. At least you're still fresh. Like you mm-hmm. know the neuroanatomy and then you're doing the rehab. Because for yeah. us, it would have been a whole year until we do neuro rehab. So I have to- oh, true. So I need to spend this winter break refreshing my neuroanatomy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is How it like, exciting. <laughs> well, getting it from both of your perspectives, is neuro, like, as hard as everybody says it is? <laughs> it's, I think, I don't know if you ever heard, like, it's like OCHEM versus GenCHEM. Like, you mm-hmm. either love, if you love GenCHEM, then you're going to hate OCHEM. But if you mm-hmm. love OCHEM, you hate GenCHEM. Yeah. It's hit or miss. Like, I... I really liked neuro, but it was a lot harder for me for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, for other people, anatomy was hard, but they found neuro just easy, like a breeze. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Well, I don't know anybody who finds neuro <laughs> a breeze. Let's just start with that. <laughs> it's a lot of info. I don't know. Maybe it's different because ours is a year long. It's not mm. a semester long. So maybe it's like just different starting information. Mm. I don't know. Interesting. Now, does your, Sarah, does your neuro and anatomy, like, match, well, not really match up, but, like, what what are you doing in anatomy right now? Uh, right, so they don't match up. So okay. anatomy is upper body. We're doing, we did the superficial back. We did the axilla last week with the brachial plexus and everything. Mm-hmm. And um, we're starting to go down the arm and the forearm into the wrist. Okay, got but it. But we're not in the neck. We're not. I don't think we even get to the brain in anatomy until next semester. Okay. Gotcha. That was the coolest thing, to taking the brain out. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Uh, in my, oh, oh no, in, my, in my university, we don't do dissections for cadavers. So. You don't have cadavers at all? We have cadavers. We just, uh, we don't get to dissect it. They're already pre-dissected. Oh, you prosect. You just Pros- look yeah. at one that's dissected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you uh, wish you had cadaver dissection? No, like I actually, that's why I preferred this. I didn't like, I didn't like dissections mm-hmm. in undergrad. Yeah. It's, it's a lot. I mean, the first half of it, I was like, oh my gosh, this is weird. But then once I got more into it, I was like, it's not that, it's really not that bad. And it was just exciting. Like every time we took an organ out or you got to see the brachial plexus it's like wow that's that's really it you appreciate it you see it and appreciate it Mm -hmm. yeah for sure do you think all pt schools should have cadaver lab whether it's prosect or dissect i don't know if they do or not i should know this but um i don't know like i was reading a study about like whether cadaver labs are really beneficial and it's I don't think the results I could be wrong I could have read it I could be remembering this wrong but I don't think the results were like significant of meds medical students having cadaver labs versus medical students that just use like computerized cadaver labs I think the results still had the same learning experience like on the exam, basically? Is that what you're saying? Like, they maybe did about the same on the... I'm not sure on the exam. I need a... But I remember there was a study done on comparing medical students 
with cadavers versus like just electronic computerized ones. Yeah, I'd be interested to hear like other programs, other BT programs, if people always do cadavers mm -hmm. or not at all. Because I know some don't have the opportunity to have cadaver lab. Mm -hmm. That's true. That's a good question. Hmm. But we'll get into that. We're, we're going to have a cadaver <laughs> lab episode. <laughs> yeah, it'll be good to kind of touch on that. And I know, I don't know. For, so for my program, um, we haven't had it yet, but we do a ceremony for the um, donors, Aww. which is good. Um, so if their families want to come or, you know, <gasps> friends, family. Oh, in Cadaver Lab? Just, it's, uh, it's not in Cadaver Lab, but it's at, like, we have a little um, chapel that we have it at. So... Actually, it was supposed to happen a few weeks ago, but then the hurricane came, so oh, it got no. Yeah. So I don't know when it's going to be, but, um, yeah, so they, they did it last year uh, for the first time, and it went really well. Um, but just to have that, I think it would be, like, a good peace of mind for the families and whoever wants to come. But uh, how many people per group or like, how many people are in your group for Cadaver Lab? Or per body, I should say. Um, so my cadaver lab, is it's very different since we don't do dissections. Mm -hmm. So there's, like, one body that's, like, um, still complete, like, not dissected within. Mm -hmm. Just, like, mm -hmm. the surface area. Like, just the skin was removed. You have that one body. Mm -hmm. And then there's another body where the insides were removed. So it just re-rotates. Oh, okay. That type of thing. Like, five people to a body, but we, like, rotate. Okay, that makes there's sense. There's like a dissected leg, there's an individual mm -hmm. dissected arm, and then there's the whole body. So it's like... Okay, got it. That makes sense. How are practicals for you guys? Like, how did those go? Oh, stressful. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how yours are structured. So for ours, we have the cadaver practical and the palpation practical mm -hmm. in the same day. And you rotate like maybe like 10 questions are in the cadaver room and then you got to like hand sanitize your hands, remove, remove your gloves, sanitize your hands and then go to the palpation, see all your palpation questions. And then you have like a minute, 30 seconds to answer two questions. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. So my, um, my class, so we did lecture, we just took like a lecture test and then we did our cadaver lab and ours were 50 questions, one minute each. Um, and my, my final practical was a little odd. Everybody thought, everybody was like, what the heck? So, um, the PT, the PT students dissect and then the PA students also dissect cadavers at the same time. And so for our final practical, their bodies were fair game as well. And they did different dissections of like the face. So they actually cut the face in half. And so um, you could see the inside of it and like seeing the conch, the different like layers of the conche and the, um, what else? Just like other different things. But it was a little freaky because we didn't cut the face in half. So mm -hmm. just like looking at that. Um, <laughs> and there are just some things that like are ingrained in my head, like seeing different 
from that practical, like seeing different body structures and like the way it was positioned, I was like, what? <laughs> but they weren't too bad. Um, but yeah, Sarah, how are yours? Do you know? We haven't had one yet. So oh. this is week six. Well, mm -hmm. this is the end of week five. Mm -hmm. Um, going into week six and our fall break is this weekend. So we don't have class Mondays and we normally don't have classes Tuesdays. So either. So I don't have class till Wednesday and then the NSC is Thursday. So I just have Wednesday class next week, which is nice. Um, but we haven't had a practical yet. We just had the oral practical where the GAs ask a question, mm -hmm. the professor asks a question, mm -hmm. and you have to identify, you know, the GA body is fair game, our body is fair game, mm -hmm. and it was an identification, and then um, it wasn't just one question. You think, it's just a question. You're only preparing for two questions. It's like one question with five subparts, mm -hmm. you know? So... That's all we've had so far. Okay. That's, when is your first exam? Is that going to be kind it's of... not this coming week, but it's in two weeks. Two weeks oh. from tomorrow, I believe. Gotcha. Okay. For or for um, anatomy. We've had yeah. our first exam for neuro and for patho, and we're about to for PT assessments as well. Okay. That's awesome. So it's our last one. Yes. <laughs> Oh, man. I can't believe time's flying by. It's crazy. Yesterday was um, the graduation for our three pluses. My, my school's very weird because we start in August, and then this you graduate in October. Really? So, oh. so in three years? In three years, yeah. But it's like you don't graduate in June like most other schools do, like of your mm -hmm. third year. You graduate because you're still doing your clinical, I guess. And so you don't finish until October-ish. Oh, okay. So when do you, when would you take the NPTE? Do they like you to do that before graduation or after? We do it after. So I think we don't get it to take it until January. Okay. Got it. Okay. But that'll be nice. You know, you have a break. Well, I <laughs> guess I don't know if it would be nice. <laughs> Just studying, job hunting and yeah I like what you guys are doing like I feel like there needs to be something like this for mm -hmm. incoming people because it surprises me how many like whenever I tell people like yeah I run an Instagram page you should see these people they also have Instagram pages and mm -hmm. just connect and they're like I didn't even know PT students had a community on in, online like yeah there's a, <laughs> a lot of us like just yeah, there's a lot of us yes just look up the hashtag PT student and you'll find all of our pages Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's there's quite a few of us. So great to have this community online. It's nothing like I could have ever expected. Thanks. I didn't I didn't really know where my Instagram page was going to go. It was just mm -hmm. a doc. It was just a document yeah. my experience. And mm -hmm. now I'm here with a podcast yeah. for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> and here we are. You're going to have to come back in like four years and <laughs> come back on and be like, so here's what happened the last four years. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's so exciting. Um, that's so cool. Do you have a lot of people like reach out to you over direct message and like have questions for you? Yeah, it's mostly just like admission process mm -hmm. and what's PT school like compared to undergrad. Those are mm -hmm. the usual questions I get. Yeah. 
answering those questions though, like I've realized helping free PT students, I feel like it's it's kind of fun. I don't know. It is, especially mm-hmm. like coming from someone that's been on the wait list, like just mm-hmm. like, don't give up. Yeah. <laughs> don't yeah. give up. <laughs> that's the best advice we can give. You just need one school. That one, one school. school. <laughs> mm-hmm. One school. Yeah. Well, Jackie, thank you so much for being um, being on this episode and everybody go check out her blog because it is it is great and what uh, social media can or where can we find you on social media um, you can find me on Instagram I'm on Twitter but it's not it's a different handle it's J Kabuhut you'll yeah, find my last name on the Instagram handle at student PT life but if you follow the link on my Instagram profile you should find another link to go to my Twitter because it's like a different handle. <laughs> awesome. That is great. Well, thank you so much. Yes, yeah, thanks thank for you. having me. It was fun. <laughs> yes, thanks for thank being on. Thanks for listening to Gratitude, the grad school guide for student physical therapists. If you like our show and want to know more, check out our Instagram and Facebook page linked in the description.